Welcome everybody to another episode of That's So Neat. I'm your host Neetu and today's neat topic is something that I will never shut up about. It is therapy. We're talking all things therapy today. Um, But before we kick off, as per usual, just want to say that this is an opinion-based podcast. All the opinions, thoughts, views, everything expressed is of mine and does not represent anybody that I have been, will be, or I'm currently affiliated with. I also do want to say that this is a very general introductory um, kind of quick lesson in what therapy is and um, the importance of it and the significance of it. And I will be linking um, places where you can go and get help and support if you're in the Calgary area and then um, different avenues that you can navigate through um, Canadian networks. So without further ado, I'm going to roll the intro music. So for everybody that knows me on a more personal level knows that I was actually a behavior or I was, I still am a behavior therapist. Um, I work with various kids with developmental disabilities ages like three to onwards now, um, helping them kind of find strategies and replacements for behaviors. So um, I'm very passionate in this field. One of the reasons I went into this field is because I just saw that there was a huge lack, um, a huge gap. My first experience was when I went to India and I remember we went to somebody's house. This was, I was probably 21 years old and I was actually an undergrad and I was struggling of knowing, is this what I really want to do with my life? And, um, we went to someone's house and there was a girl who was locked in a room. Um, and what they said is, or she has seizures. So, you know, we just keep her in the room because we don't want anybody to see her. Um, and just that, that triggered for me that holy crap, there's such a mis conception there's such a lack of education and lack of awareness um, and that's where my passion for this field really comes from um, so we're gonna talk about the different kinds of therapies because I feel like when you think of therapy most people think of what we see in Hollywood so that's the perfect image of like someone lying on a couch and talking to a shrink about all their problems and they give you advice on what you should do and that is not what therapy is and there's so many different kinds of therapies that when we do try to seek help can kind of become overwhelming so what we're going to talk about first is the different types of therapy that are available um, for everybody to use and uh, are encouraged to use to help support with different um, mental health challenges or mental health issues that you may be having or just stress in general um, and then we're going to talk about 10 things that I feel South Asians need to kind of be mindful for um, when they're um, kind of seeking support and therapy out. So with that, we're actually just going to jump into the different types of therapy. So um, the first therapy I'm going to talk about is psychodynamic therapy. Um, it's basically you'll work in this type of therapy, you'll work with a therapist to explore the connections between your unconscious mind and your actions. This involves examining your emotions, your relationships, your thought process um, and thought patterns basically uh psychodynamic therapy can be longer term approach to like mental health treatment um 
and kind of go over things that have kind of been built up over the years. Um, research suggests that many people continue to improve even after they go through this therapy or once they've gone through it. So psychodynamic therapy is really good for things like depression, anxiety, eating disorders, um, substance use disorders, and like other conditions that have kind of stemmed from a prolonged um, period of either not knowing how to express emotions, feel emotions, and other things that may be going on. So that's the basic traditional type where you would go and talk to a counselor and they would kind of help you work through your emotions, your feelings, and all that. The second type of therapy is behavioral therapy. So basically, behavioral therapy is more focused on action-oriented approach in mental health treatment. So basically, behaviors in this realm of therapy come from something you've learned in your past, and the behaviors may affect your life negatively or cause distress. Basically, behavior therapy is aimed at changing your behavioral responses. So it's different in the first type of therapy in the fact that with behavior therapy, you're not going to be spending much time talking about the unconscious reasons for your behavior. Um, instead, you're going to be focused on ways to change your behavioral reactions and patterns that cause distress. Um, there's like subtypes of this. So there's like systematic desensitization. So again, um, combine relax relaxation with gradual exposure to something you feel. So like we always say, oh, desensitizing ourselves to my biggest fear was dogs. So I ended up getting a dog and then desensitized myself kind of so um desensitization is just that you're going to desensitize um how your response is by gradually working on that aversion therapy is you learn to associate the behavior you want to change something that's uncomfortable or unpleasant um and flooding this is a this is similar to systematic desensitization but involves facing your fears directly from the start rather than gradually um this behavioral intervention or behavioral therapy may be a good option for addressing things like anxiety, mostly phobias. When we're talking about the fear um, and desensitizing from something, um, it's good for that. Substance use disorders, um, ADHD actually, um, or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, which I'm going to be doing a podcast about more later on um ocd it helps oppositional or defiant behaviors it helps and behavioral issues that re result from communication difficulties and other emotional challenges um Another type of therapy is CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. It's a short-term approach to mental health treatment. It's same. It's in a way similar to behavioral therapy, but it also addresses the unhelpful thought patterns or problematic thoughts. The idea behind it is that the certain feelings or beliefs that you have about yourself or situations can lead to distress. This distress may contribute to mental health issues, um, occur alongside with them or develop as a complication of other mental health issues. Um, in these sessions, you'll basically work on identifying patterns and learning more about how they might negatively affect you. With your therapist's guidance, you'll explore ways to replace negative thought patterns or behaviors with ones that are more helpful and accurate. Um, like behavioral therapy, CBT doesn't spend much time addressing past events. Instead, it focuses on addressing existing symptoms and making changes. Um, this kind of therapy is really good for mood disorders such as depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety and phobias, eating disorders, substance use disorders, OCD, insomnia, and also schizophrenia.
Um, and then the last type of therapy that we're going to talk about today is humanistic therapy. So humanist, humanistic therapy is an approach that looks at how your worldview affects the choices you make, especially the choices that cause distress. It's based on the belief that you're the best person to understand your experiences and your needs. Humanistic therapists work to help you better understand what you're experiencing offering guidance and supporting you with uh, interpreting your own feelings. Basically, your therapist will help you work toward the goal of living your most fulfilling life by enabling you to be your true self. So you'll spend time exploring ways to grow and increase self-acceptance along with discussing things that you are dealing with in the current world. This basically means that um, your therapist will accept you to, even if they disagree with you on things. Um, it's really about helping you um, develop coping negative judgment from others, like helping you cope with that a little bit better. Um, this is really good for, again, self-esteem issues, difficulty with coping with chronic uh, health concerns, effects of trauma, um, depression, relationship issues, substance use disorders, and feelings of like being wor- unworthy or being lost in life. Um, now that I gave you that like hella information, it's so hard to find what kind of therapy is best for you. So um, we always say this of like there's uh, most therapists do offer like a consultation or a, like um kind of one-on-one session of like where they'll talk to you about what your goals are for therapy. Um, so these are great opportunities. I always say make sure you shop around. So you're not going to mesh with everybody. It's so important to make sure that you have a good connection with your therapist. Um, through my trials and tribulations, I found it really difficult sometimes to talk about my personal relationships or anything like that with someone who is white only because if you talk about a toxic relationship the white therapist immediately goes to well just cut them off and being South Asian and being brown that don't fly it doesn't work like that for us still love my family you know what I mean so um having more and more South Asian therapists is amazing because they actually do understand um some of the struggles some of the gaps some of the barriers that we as South Asians feel um so it can feel so overwhelming to commit to a specific kind of therapy um just go like if you have if you do end up getting a diagnosis of some sort or a mental health diagnosis from your healthcare provider um they might give you some recommendations so maybe checking out all those options the choice is yours so keep in mind that therapists use a combination of techniques as well so i did mention all those and um it's not uncommon for therapists or psychologists or psychiatrists to adapt all of those um, kind of beliefs and thoughts into their approach of how they deal with you. Sometimes they also take from one another, right? So like they might there's say there's a specific thing happening and they might choose to use behavioral therapy or something else is happening and they're using more of that human humanistic approach. So they can use a wide range of skill sets from the various types of therapies that are out there. Um It's like if you're not sure where to start, consider looking through like databases, search them up on YouTube, not YouTube, search them up on Google. You might want to see if they have YouTube videos. TikTok actually has a lot as well. And that's so cool to see like a lot of these um, 
social media platforms now have a lot of spots for um, therapists. There's things like art therapy that are out there. So there's so many avenues um, that you can navigate. I will be leaving in the description some um, amazing South Asian therapists that are here in Calgary. Um, and then also try to provide some research for um, if you're listening from a different province or a different country, different ways that you guys can get connected to therapy. But I am therapy advocate number one I think everybody needs to go I think um, when we come we talked about intergenerational trauma we talk about even this pandemic that we're going through everybody has some sort of trauma or has faced some sort of trauma in their life that shapes how they navigate their world so it is very important that we are getting the help that we need to feel like we are a functioning part of society like we say when we get sick we have a cough we go to the doctor we go to our um, general practitioner or if we have a heart thing you know we go to the heart surgeon who knows whoever you go to is specialized in that department so when your brain is sick I don't understand why there's such a stigma that comes with getting or seeking that mental health support because our brain is probably the most important organ in our body. Um, one of the biggest things of being South Asian and trying to seek um, support is that therapy can actually help you na navigate your bicultural identity, um, your multiple cultures and differing norms and values and expectations. We always say that we live in the sandwich generation. We go to school with white people who are allowed to date, who are allowed to talk to boys, who are allowed to do group projects with boys. And then we go home and we can't do that. We live in this bicultural system where our, our own culture at home is very different than the world that we navigate. Um, so therapy can actually help with some of those challenges that we face. Another thing is it can provide confidential and productive workspace to vent work, vent and work through struggles without fear of your community finding out. One of the biggest things is if something happens or if you make a choice, if you make a decision, we know especially Calgary, we know everybody is going to know of what happened. Um, and it sucks because there's so much judgment in our community that can be hard to want to seek out the support. So therapy can really help bridge that gap for you. Um, therapy can also help you manage and heal from generational or unspoken trauma. We did talk about this. We all have experienced intergenerational trauma or generational trauma um, our parents have lived through 1984 our parents have lived through um everything that even happened with the Kassan rally just recently we've lived through that um the struggle and trauma of leaving a country and going to a different country with nothing and then trying to make ends meet there's so much intergenerational trauma tied in with the south asian family that all of us have experienced it to some extent um, another thing with therapy is you can learn to explore your needs and desires for boundaries in your relationships and how to effectively set and hold them in a way that works for you. Boundaries are not taught in the Indian community. We're always taught to please everybody else. Um, even recently, I found myself setting boundaries with family members, setting boundaries in my friendships, and I've noticed that not everybody responds well to them, but that's okay. Like, for you to set boundaries, it's okay. And if people can't accept it, that's on them. And that I learned through therapy. 
I didn't know how to set boundaries for the life of me. I was like the biggest people pleaser. And to an extent, I think being South Asian, we all are to an extent, whether that's our family, like Loki Goge, um, or what will my mom say? What will my dad say? I'm going to go out. Like there's so many things that come into it. So that's another thing is that therapy really helps you understand what your boundaries are and how to set those healthy boundaries. Um, therapy can actually help you learn effective communication strategies and skills um, that like having hard conversations, right? So it teaches you skills to having those hard conversations because um, it's anxiety provoking, right? When you sit, when you start to set some of those boundaries, um, it's often fear and then fear can be masked in anger, um, and all of a sudden you're just exploding at everybody in your house because, you know, you don't know how to communicate your feelings, um, and your thought processes, um, effectively. So therapy can actually help you come up with strategies um, and skills to communicate your needs in a more appropriate manner. And then obviously, like another thing is working with a therapist can actually be the one relationship that you can actually talk safely about things you want. Like I said earlier, it's hard to open up to our parents. It's hard to open up with people in our communities because you never know where the information is going to land, um, especially when we're navigating more complex issues. So if you're coming out um, or if you are dealing with, you know, um, like just your own identity crisis of who you are, how you navigate the world, what it means to you about your own sexual orientation or just sex in general. Like we don't talk about these things in our community. So if you have a therapist, you have that one safe spot where you can actually talk to somebody about something that's very pressing and something that's important that you probably couldn't talk about anywhere else. Um, Therapy can actually also help you unpack how your past um, relationships with your parents, caregivers are currently affecting your current relationships. Um, this is a huge one. Um, our, our family dynamics in the South Asian community are so complex. Um, and then, like I said, when I went to my first white therapist, it was like, well, cut them off, cut them off. And I can't do that. Um, but it can also help you. I realized when I did get a good fit for myself that there was a lot of stuff that happened um, and I had to do a lot of work and I got a lot of like books recommended to me of like how to unpack my past so that I can be more successful in creating boundaries and being more successful in the relationships I have now um, and that was huge for me because now I see myself making decisions that are more healthy and more appropriate for myself because I was able to pack unpack some of that um, stuff that I was holding um, and therapy can help you distinguish uh, distinguish I can't even speak. Distinguish? Is that how I say it? I don't know. You guys figure it out. <laughs> but it can help you kind of sort through and navigate between shame and guilt. So what are things that you're feeling guilty about? And um, what is shame? Like, those are two emotions that are very heavy and complex to understand. And sometimes when you don't have the emotional capacity to unbreak those, you really need someone's support to understand what is meant by shame or guilt. And um, especially as South Asian women, we have a lot of shame and guilt about whether it's like being 31 now and single or um, not like, you know, following in other people's footsteps because we're constantly compared to others. So there's so much stuff that we're taught um, and therapy can really help us navigate our thoughts with that. Therapy can also help advocate a high self-worth 
Aha, self-efficiency and self-regulation. Um, giving you your confidence back, giving you your voice back, giving you your power back. Therapy can help you provide strategies with all that. And the last, but I think one of the most important things is that it's the first step in ro- normalizing seeking help and breaking the stigma in our community. Um, I mentioned before that there's huge stigma when it comes to mental health. Nobody wants to talk about these things. Nobody wants to address this. Um, our parents don't even know what mental health is. Now that they're getting older, I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but for me, my parents are becoming more and more aware of their own traumas, of their own um, communication patterns, of their own stuff that happened to them as kids that has kind of led them to come here and live the way, the way that they do now um but it's again it's it starts with us having these conversations having these um kind of discussions around it sharing the information that we learn and really helping our parents also understand of why we may need that support and honestly my ultimate goal is if our parents could go to therapy that would be fantastic so i'm always trying to encourage i mean i've been unsuccessful as of yet i mean obviously Another thing is that I'm not here to like tell you guys you need to do this. It's just something that's extremely beneficial and I've seen the benefits of it. Um, and I think that it is very healthy and it's not like you have to go every single day or every week or have whatever you feel you need. That's what you should seek. Um, it's important to take care of yourself, that self love, that self worth. It's embedded in our culture that we don't take care of ourselves. We have to take care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves. But we need to stop that. We need to understand that we need to start taking care of ourselves before we can effectively take care of others and serve our relationships to the best of our abilities. So that is my spiel on therapy. As I mentioned before, I will link um, different agencies, different organizations that you guys can reach out to um, if you are seeking support. Feel free to DM me, feel free to message me, feel free to submit in the ANON form. And if you feel that this information is beneficial for someone or will help someone make a decision of the different therapies or if they're seeking therapy, please share it. Please let them know um, it's okay to want help. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Um, So without further ado, I will leave you guys. Um, Next week, I'm going to have a very fun conversation with someone and I'm really excited about next week's episode. But please, everybody, comment, like, subscribe, share this. Um, I will greatly appreciate that. But yeah, have a great week.